you're listening to Metal Cookout Podcast, episode 351. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan, and we're going to talk about a haunted shaman. Now hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan. We're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? We are back. What is going down? A whole bunch is going down. We have an interesting deck to talk about. Some friends to talk about behind their backs while they're in the building. But before we get to any of that, we have to thank our official business, Daddy's Fusion Gaming Online.com. They are your source for all your gaming needs. Very much so. And I have an order ready for pickup. Ooh. Yeah. Wait. Aaron Carr, friend of the show, sitting just over there. We gave him a tour of CD uh, Studio CCO or the CCO control room mm-hmm. and the station. Him and I went together, touched tips on an order mm-hmm. from Fusion, used CCO Slam promo code, mm-hmm. verified that it worked, saved five percent, and Ooh. the order was expensive enough that it's tracked. And now I got to go to the post office to pick it up. Oh, not pick up from the store. No, 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 no. Pick up from the post office because Fusion tracked it. And uh, the main point there is when you go to FusionGamingOnline.com, link is up here or in the show notes, wherever you're watching the show. You should be watching on YouTube because Joe works really hard to make us look good. What he said. And you use CCO Slam promo code, you get 5% off your dang old order. Is it shit you're going to buy anyway? I was going to buy it anyways. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, I've, I've got a little thing to um, discuss, and I, I already know that you know that this is a good idea. Okay. Okay. So I love things that are a good idea. In the in the Patreon Discord, mm-hmm. we had the gra- the the greatest the greatest goodest best idea. Ooh. That's the greatest idea. Okay. It actually came from the Anti Brando and um, Cam Girl Ortiz. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. And they say, hey, if 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 Brando's doing Brando's box openings, which I am, the BBO of CCO mm-hmm. on the channel coming up for yeah. future sets. What if patrons got got discounts on their booster boxes from fusion mm-hmm. oh but i'm from america they can't ship across the borders because international trade laws don't allow them to ship blah 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 what if what if for the bbo of cco if a patron wanted their deck to be opened they go to fusion they get a discount on their magic cards that they were going to buy anyways and uncle brando opens them for them and gets pounded yeah and then sends you the cards yeah that is a fantastic idea. I'll put them in a box just for you and then send them off. I'll wrap it in tape. Yes. Mm-hmm. Maybe put a couple of new CCO stickers or tokens in there as a little thank you. Who can say? Who can say? Maybe I'll take all the rares out and keep them. I don't Who know. Can say? <laughs> <laughs> I promise I won't do that. Oh, unless you want that. Yeah, unless they're really good. Then maybe I will. Well, you don't open good cards. No, I don't. <laughs> so if you've ever wanted to just take money and, man, I'll bet you I open the best stuff when it's somebody oh, else's to keep any of it. It's guaranteed. Like, Look at all this great stuff. So all of this is to say that if you want to get a discount on a booster box, save like whatever, 10 bucks or whatever whatever it comes to if, if you use the promo code, send them to Uncle Brando. He'll open them up on the channel and make a funny video out of it, open up your cards and you get to, get to see what you get, of course, because there's going to be a video of it. Mm-hmm. And we'll get some funny content because your box openings are actually pretty funny. Oh, thanks. And you're going to use the CC opener. I'm holding it like I'm holding, and you know exactly yes. what it, it looks like in yes. my hand if I'm holding it. Yes. And uh, then you get maybe some little gifts. I don't know at this time because this episode's coming out way in advance yeah. from when we're recording it. I assume the new website and the stickers and the playmats. The reason it hasn't launched yet is is because people have been asking. Is uh, I'm still waiting on a couple things like final prices on stuff. Oh yeah. I'm waiting on like a quote for stitched edged playmats because I want to have sidewalk playmats in stock. Oh yeah. And the guy who can print them was like, oh yeah, no problem. We can print playmats any size, any any thickness, whatever. Mm-hmm. But he's never done stitched edge before, and he wants to make sure that he's a not going to under or overcharge us, right. so I don't have to under or overcharge CCO Nation. I would love it if he undercharged us. I would yes. love that. Yes. But also, I told him that some stitched edge playmats of old are a little bit loose and they snag the edges of sleeves. Oh, yeah. And I don't want anything to do with that for CCO Nation. No. Up to and including if he's not confident that he can give us a good product, there'll be non-stitched edge playmats. Yes. <laughs> now that he has said he can do any thickness, 
Uh, you remember that gym mat that you used to do high jump into in high school? <laughs> I want a play mat that's like that thick. <laughs> yes. Right? Which is 59 pounds. Regular size and everything. And I want it made out of that rubberized mouse pad material. Doesn't even roll. No. Doesn't even roll. Doesn't it's just like fold. a it's like a fucking cube. Yes. That's what I want. <laughs> I want it to be taller than it is wide. Oh man. man Brando, it smells like rubber in your gaming room. Yeah, it yeah, does. It does. <laughs> And if I'm not playing in the game, I can use it as a stool. <laughs> oh, man. Fantastic. That's a great idea. I like that. Yeah. I like that idea. We should yeah. do yeah. Bet she can't do it. Probably so. can, though. He seems very versatile. Anyway, the yeah. point is- New merch is coming. Stuff is coming. Everybody's excited about yeah. that stuff. If you want merch right now, though, geekwood.ca, use our affiliate link, CCO podcast promo code, get yourself 10% discount. Yeah. Good deal. Yeah, it's all Did about high-end gaming supplies. Did you remember your um, frog dice? Well, wait. Yes, I do actually have them with me. Oh, but they're in your bag. Just leave them. Oh, Just leave them. But, I, but they're here. Ah, they're nope. here. Hey, we can tease. Mm, we can tease. You know what that does? It uh, it makes sure Joe's on his toes, oh. and it makes sure that people, if people really want to see Geekwood oh, stuff, they got to so go to the website. Okay well, just, okay, well, I'll continue because we got a giveaway here. No, I was going to say, here's, here's, see, I have my bag. It's in this bag. I, I swear they're here. I forgot them. But I remembered them by accident, and I want that to be known that I halfway's got them. Brando's memory them is so poor that he forgot that he remembered. <laughs> so we got a giveaway though—the booster pack game from last week. Last week we asked for people's deepest, darkest, biggest desires in uh, in or I guess two weeks ago because we did a double recording last week. Yeah. Uh, darkest, deepest desires for 2013. Magic related. Uh, we got a lot of go to Magic Fest and and hang out with CCO Nationalites. Hell yeah, uh, meet are... CCO people, right? Yeah, we got lots of that, which is fantastic. People and are smart and like planning that. is underway for Vancouver. Yeah, and I've got several people, like half a dozen people, already confirmed for Vegas. Oh wow! Yeah, so Vancouver is going to be awesome. That's getting set up. Vegas is underway. There's a ton of people already for Minneapolis because it's like centrally located. Mm -hmm. So people who can't get to Vegas or whatever are, are like, "Yeah, Minneapolis is going to be awesome." I already talked to Max Crandell. He's getting he's getting parts of his body warmed up to be hit with doorknobs in socks. Oh man, if he thinks for a moment we have removed <laughs> any of the pubes that he put in that playmat that he sent you oh. before we roll it up in a and he, he, he is, I should sign it and give it back to him. He does not know us very well. I should sign so. it and give it back to him. Hey, it's such a cool playmat. It's um, uh, Bantu's Last Reckoning, the three, the three drop um, yep. wrath that doesn't let you untap. That's the one. Cool picture on that card. Hey, very neat. Yeah, crocodile guy on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So booster pack game. Yes, booster pack game. Go to Magic Fest and uh, Magic Desire. A whole anime-inspired set, like Dragon Ball or My Hero Academia or Berserk Ooh, yeah, magic set, right? Yeah. And it uh, it looks like it's another content creator that won, so maybe they want to donate the pack to somebody else. But this is the late night players. If uh, if that's you, get at us. Um, tell tell them tell them how to do it and let oh, us know. You email us at commandercookout at gmail .com and you got to give us your real name. None of this late night player shit. <laughs> and your mailing address, including postal or zip codes, so that we know where the stuff has to go. And then tell us whether you want a sticker pack or a token pack or a pack of boring ass Magic the Gathering cards. And then we're gonna send it to the address that you give us. Yes. And it's the honor system. And since we don't know your real name. Other people could scoop you, so you better get in fast, and everybody else be honest. You blow it up for everybody. Yep. Mm -hmm. It only takes one bad orange. That's or right. apple. What's the saying? One bad apple spoils one the bunch. Yes, yes, Because yes. oranges can be, like, bad inside the peel, right? And then you open it up, and there's a bunch of bugs and spiders. <gasps> Is that? I, I don't know. I don't know much about oranges, but I feel like that's a thing that could happen for S sure. Speaking of bad apples... We got a new patron. Nah, yeah. We got a new patron. Of spoiling the bunch. Can't spoil our bunch though. We're already. Oh rotten. no, we got the we got the freaking most rotten patrons. Yeah, <laughs> we're already applesauce, baby. Yep. Yeah, with a little bit of cinnamon mixed in. Ooh, oh, that's yeah. the key. I assume that's good. I've never tried it. Yeah, yeah. Rebecca makes a mean applesauce. Ooh, my neighbor makes a mean cranberry sauce. He's from England, eh? Gross. They must make cranberry sauce different over there because yes. his is like, mm, no. oh man. Anyways, yeah. new patron gave us a nickname. And I, I think we're going to half use it. Okay. He gave us one? Pa pa oh, yeah. We talked about that last week. The patron pseudonym, screen name, Fee5, F 
faux fum. Oh, man, I had more trouble with that than I should. It have. wasn't even fee five four fum. Fee five faux fum. I want to say like feel my um, four f- four thumbs in the bum. That's what he's called now. Four thumbs in the bum. Mm-hmm. Welcome. Welcome aboard, and F you for being here. Yes. Four mm-hmm. thumbs in the bum. Four <laughs> thumbs in the bum. That's a good one. No kink shaming in the nation. It's I, just a talent. I have two of my own. Well, yeah, and then- Whose other thumbs- Well, they would have two. Do mine have to go in? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, Mr. Four in the bum. Yeah. Welcome. Four thumb in the bum. We have a deck. We do. We have a deck submitted by- Patron of the show got this from our preferred deck list. It's benefit to becoming a patron over on patreon.com slash CCO podcast. Wait, hang on. Hang on. I, I know who this is because they use their real name on Moxville. It's it's uh, uh, balding, right? Tanner's, uh, Tanner's bald, balding. Tanner's bald thing. Yeah, there we go. Yep. We got there. Mr. Bald thing. Yeah, looks Welcome. Like or I guess thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for the deck. Give the commanders a read. Sure, we got a Levon, Cultist of Tiamat, a mm-hmm. one three four red two dragon shaman. Uh, a la the intro. Whenever you cast a non-creature spell, target creature gets plus X plus O until end of turn, where X is the spell's converted mana cost. Choose a background. Hey, so he's a cultist. So you already know that he's kind of got a, had a rough life. But now you really know because he's also a haunted one, Ooh. which is an enchantment background for black two. Commander creatures you control have whenever this creature becomes tapped, it and other creatures that share you control that share creature type with it each get plus two plus O oh, and gain undying until end of turn. Undying, as you may or may not know, is if the creature would eat shit, it comes back into play with a plus one plus one counter on it, unless it already had a plus one plus one counter on it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, couple things to remember couple things to remember because we're playing a card called harmonic prodigy right uh-huh. that's a human shaman human wizard uh-huh. that says whenever a shaman ability triggers mm-hmm. you double it let's I'm, I'm gonna give it an, an official read do you got it up no man it's not how i roll oh oh harmonic prodigy there we go prowess one three red sure. one human wizard if an ability of a shaman or another wizard you control triggers, that ability triggers an additional time. So it's a trigger doubler. Now, a couple things to keep in mind. With Levon, whenever a, whenever you cast a non-creature spell is a trigger, uh-huh. it gets plus X, plus O, where X is that spell's converted mana cost. Uh-huh. So that would trigger twice. Uh-huh. Whenever you cast a non-creature spell, target creature gets plus X. Okay, so you can choose whatever you want. Yeah, your big bro gets bigger broer. But Nav- Levon is a shaman, so that would happen twice. Yes. Now, Haunted One gives the creature and whatever creature share a type with it undying. So all of our creatures in the deck are dragons, or shamans. Except for the harmonic product. Yes. And so when we when we see shamans, you gotta remember that it's their undying ability that's triggering. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. Yeah. But when they come back, like if we've got the shaman when it ETBs, you gotta sacrifice a creature. Now everybody's gonna have to sacrifice two creatures. Mm-hmm. Or um, undying will trigger twice if that's relevant. Does that no, you wouldn't get two counters. It has to come back from the... Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So just keep that in mind because Harmonic Prodigy, I think, is is probably the, the, the most powerful card in the set or in the deck. In the deck, not the set. But yeah. In the- Modern Horizons, there was <laughs> no new... No, no, in the deck because it's going to double your commander and every creature's triggers. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunate it is not a shaman and unfortunate that our boys play in the sketch art. I don't really like Ooh, those very much. Yeah, those I just just not a fan. The the focus the, fr- the musician wizard. The 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 what am I saying? The frames look too just scribbly, and I know that that's what they're going for, but they look messy. Yeah. Right? Like I love the sketch arts and I like some of them are actually sketch arts and aren't are actually sketches and weren't just Hey, can you make a sketch of that and make it look sketchy? Hey, can you just put some filters on that in Photoshop so it looks different? It, exactly. Sure thing, S- some of them are real sketches. 
anyways, I'm not complaining about sketch arts. Everybody knows what we feel about yeah, those. It's, it's aesthetics. You play what you want. Yeah. I'm just giving him. I'm busting his balls because <laughs> I have a microphone in front of my face and I can. And he has balls. Yes. We assume. And they're. They're now busted. And bald. Yeah. No kink shaming in the nation. Hey. Yeah. So should we uh, should we hit the deck up or what? No, I have oh, one other thing. Thi- I have one other thing I'd really like oh. to say. I wanted to say this with the us recording in the past, but the episode being released in the future. This is going to come out. Oh, I got la- one more thing too. Later than I would have liked, but following our year end 2022 episode at the end, where I told everybody I had kind of a rough year and I thanked everybody for being oh, around for yeah. me. Oh yeah, I sh- I should have said that. That's what the nation is for is yeah. to make you feel good. Yeah. And so many people have actually reached out to me on Twitter and social media just to say, "Hey man, like here's what I'm going through," and you know we appreciate you and all that stuff. And I just I I don't always have time to get back to everybody individually, so. If I haven't responded to you, I have read your message, I have seen it, and I appreciate it so much that you would take the time to reach out and tell me that I'm doing a cool job and making your life better or whatever just by being in your ear holes and your eye holes and any other hole that you would have me Especially in. any other hole. Yeah, so I just, I really appreciate all the love that I've gotten. It, it means a lot to me, so thank you very much. Cool. Yeah. Cool, yeah. Well, CCO Nation's pretty good at that. It, it turns out. Speaking, totally fine people. Speaking of giving love. Ooh. Everybody's got to go give some love to C- CCO's Sidewalk Slam 7. That mm-hmm. seems like it should be getting easier to say. CCO Sidewalk Slam 7? Not for me. Heaven, not the bar from Final Fantasy 7. No. You should go. You should watch it. Give us a comment what you like. Give us a comment what you would like to see Ooh. it turn into in yeah. the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bonus points if you did two comments. <laughs> I, I did watch it, and it's pretty good. Yep, it's yep. Pretty good. Every time we sit down to record or pick decks or, or kind of talk before and after the show. And I think every time with Tyler, when we're talking about putting the show together and him making it look good, the the goal is to make it better than the last one. Yeah. And I think seven is a, is a good one. Mm-hmm. We're recording eight today mm-hmm. and it's going to be lots of fun. We, we you and me, mm-hmm. the real people, you and me oh, might yeah. have to stunt drink for Aaron and Amy. So we might have to double drink a shame if, if the one f- of them gets damaged at the same time as one of us. And I just might make that happen, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll have to tune in in a couple of weeks for Sidewalk Slam Crazy Eights or Figure Eights. Or The Great Eight. Eight the Great. The gr- I don't know. I've never heard that one before. Really? The, the Great Eight is a wrestling term that I'm not going to define right now because it's super inside baseball and boring as hell. But then there's crazy eights and figure eights, and that's yeah. a wrestling move. I, I want to say February third, February seventeenth. I'm not sure. It might be out already. Back. We don't know. Who I don't knows? even. I don't even know when this show's coming out. But the point is, we're going to talk <laughs> about a deck. It's going to be amazing. We're going to flip over to cards right now, so you can stop looking at our mugs, and we'll, we'll we'll talk about what this this deck actually does. Do it. All right, Ryan. We've read a commander. We've read a background in on my screen. Our screens are different. Oh, yeah? Uh, well, yeah, because mine's all, like, kind of laid out so I can see all the cards. Yours are in stacks. Uh, do you want to start with the card advantage section? Yeah, let's some... do card advantage and, like, ramp and stuff quick because everybody knows what those cards there's, do. There's lots of cards in here that we know. But we're going to start off with one that you might not know in Clattering Augur. Also from Marty Ho-Ho. Correct. Marty Ho-Ho. This is a 1-1 one, one for 2 can't block skeleton shaman. Important. Yes. Um, I don't think we have to say that every time because everything is a shaman yes we have talked about the one non-shaman non-dragon so yeah and uh, if you're watching on youtube which you should be you'll be able to see the picture on the screen yeah and welcome if you are yeah, yeah. so anyways uh clattering auger can't block skeleton shaman you can pay black black two to return it from your graveyard to your hand sure so six mana total investment to get a re-enter the battlefield and it's enter the battlefield is draw a card lose a life this is the one that you pump with your commander because nobody's gonna block this. Sure. So you can't be be getting that value. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah. as and soon as it goes to the bin, now you're getting value. Can't be doing that. And uh, remember, when you get it back, you uh, draw two cards because you get the the, yeah. the harmonic prodigy or whatever, right? Yes. Costly plunders, sack a dude, draw two. Yeah, you read all of those real quick. Deadly dispute, sack an artifact or a creature, and get a treasure token. Is that it? Oh, no, you draw two and get a treasure token. Sure. Jessica's Will, everybody knows. Knight's Whisper, draw two, lose two, read the bones. Scry two, draw two, lose two. This is Reckoner's Bargain. Also sacrifice an artifact or a creature. 
gain life equal to the sacrifice permanence mana value, draw two cards, sign in blood, pay two, lose two, draw two, skull clamp, attached to a dude, Suberia, Tulzida Caravaner. I will read this one. It's a what in the ass? How did you read all those words? I'm I, I actually really like this card. Oh, okay. I actually do like this card. It's a shaman. Two, three, red, two, with haste, one. Another target creature, power two or less, can't be blocked this turn. Oh. So you can sneak in a little guy and then use your commander to fucking beef him up. Oh, which is that cool, is so good. Right? And it also has red, one, tap, discard your hand, colon. I'm listening. <laughs> Until end of turn, whenever a creature you control power two or less deals combat damage to a player, you draw a card. So you could just leave your team really small and kind of sneak them in there unblockably. Oh, balls that. Draw a bunch of stuff. Or you could sneak somebody in for like a big hit. You can attack with all your little guys and you just pay one for each one. Yeah. And then they can't be blocked. And then you go, oh, cast this, cast this, cast this, cast this, yeah. cast this. And all of your guys get pumped. And just for the record, Levon is a 1-3. Yeah. Oh, that card I think is sneaky That's good a, in this deck. It's a good card, man. And we've got Tevish Zat, Doom of Fools. It makes Thrall. It's a chance. It's a four loyalty planeswalker for five, one of which is black. You can make Thralls or you can sack dudes to draw cards and you draw extra cards if the dude you sacked is a commander. If you can ult him, which I've seen happen one time. It was really neat. You gain control of all the commanders, whether they be in the command zone or in play. Very neat. Valakut Awakening is you can take any number of cards from your hand, put them on the bottom of your library, draw that many cards plus one. Or it's a land on the other side. We have a Vulturous Aven. It's a 2-3 flyer for black three. It has exploit. When it exploits a creature, you draw two cards and lose two life. We have a War Room. That's a land. It draws you cards, and you have to pay life equal to the number of colors in your commander's color identity. And we have War Host's Frenzy. It's an instant for red two with a kicker for black. Creatures you control get plus two plus oh until end of turn. If this spell was kicked, whenever a creature you control dies this turn, draw cards. So if you're swinging in with your team, they all get blocked, and they're all going to die. You can take some guys with you, or if you're swinging in for big beats, you can make your dude in unblockable with Subira, and then smash for big damage. Whoa. Yes. That is the card advantage section. Okay, do the mana rocks now. <laughs> <laughs> I maybe I can. Let me let me see where where are they here. Let's let's scroll. Mass removal, protection, ramp. Okay, we got an arcane signet. Everybody knows that one. Cursed mirrors, a three-mana mana rock that comes into play as a copy of any creature in the battlefield. Fellow war stone, everybody knows. Honor worn shaku taps for a colorless, and you can tap it, untap permanent. You control to untap it. That's good, and will come up later in the deck. We have a liquid metal torg, a mind stone, a racto signet, a relic of legends, a sol ring, a spring leaf drum, a talisman of indulgence, and a treasonous ogre. I think, based on what this deck is trying to do, there should be a paradise plume in here as well. <sighs> wow. Pretty good, hey? Yeah. Yeah, thanks. I didn't even practice that. Didn't even know I was going to do it. Then I did it. Man, I got so many suggestions for this deck <laughs> when, when we when we get there. Okay, moving on. Where are we going? So next up is enablers? I We can we can do that. We can okay. go there. Now we, it, you know what? Let's, hey, real quick. Okay. Real quick. Let's do, for whatever reason, this is labeled where I've got like the same card twice in decks. Yeah, I, I'm seeing that as I, well. I see that too. I see Jessica's will in two different categories, but uh, I don't care. We've got protection and we've got rituals. And I sure. want to go over these real quick because they're, they're kind of standard in Chef's Kiss and Tabalt's Trickery. Yeah. Those are like counterspells kind of. They are counterspells, yes. We, we could call them that even though there's there's counterspells with downsides, but it's red. Yeah, it's still a counterspell in red. Sure. Play it. Those are protections. I think that that's yeah. fine. Chef's Kiss could be a bolt bend. Or a, what's the other one? Uh, uh, it's red, red four, but you co you redirect it and then you copy it. Wild Ricochet. Yes. I think that those would serve you better in case you want to chef's kiss an extra turn or something. Do you cast the copy or do you just copy it and choose new targets? I choose, think copy you, it and choose new targets. Yeah, dang. Yes. yes. You, you, you would do well with, what's his name? Lavon? Yes. You would do well with Lavon to find cards that say cast the copy yeah. or cast without paying mana cost. We'll, yeah. We're going to talk about that in a second because yeah. Levon says whenever you cast a non-creature spell, mm -hmm. 
very important there. And we're uh, I've got some suggestions. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, and then the ritual section, we've got a Gadrak the Crown Scourge. This is a dragon, 5-4 for 3, good deal. Flyer, can't attack unless you control 4 or more artifacts, which we might because we've got some, we've got a bunch of vehicles, we've got like a bunch of ramp, we've got yeah. some artifacts, stu- like skull clamp and stuff. And he makes treasures also. And he also, at the beginning of your end step, create a treasure token for each non-creature that died this turn. It's non-token creature. Non-token creature, and we've got a few creatures that are going to kill creatures. Yeah, and die themselves in the yeah. process. So that's one. We've got a Jessica's Will. I think you already read that. Yep. We've got a Reckless Barbarian, which is actually a dragon, yeah. which is important with, with Haunted One, yep. because our commander is also a dragon. He costs two. He's a 2-2. Two, two. You can sacrifice him to get red, red. Cool. So he's like burst mana, right? You pay yeah. for it now. Maybe you get some chips in for two. Maybe you pump them up. Maybe you hit somebody for five with them. Like if you go him on turn two, Levon on turn three, hit for two. Turn four, you cast a three or four drop, and you hit for five or six with him again. Yeah. Or That's- if you're doing some storm bullshit, you can. it's a free spell. Oh, If ooh. you're doing storm bullshit. It's it's funny you should mention that. That's why I said it like that. The the next card, Storm Kiln Artist, yeah, if baby. you're doing storm stuff, yeah. whenever... um. Uh, plus one, plus one for each art. Plus one, plus oh for each artifact you control mm-hmm. is a shaman. Mm-hmm. So that's fine. When you go, uh, whenever you cast or copy an instant or sorcery spell, create a treasure. Yeah, that is the stormiest of storm guys ever. He's really. That's why I have storm right in his name. Right in his name. Yep. And um, remember, with harmonic prodigy, you're gonna get double. Double treasures off of that yeah, guy. Treasures are so very cool. powerful. Very powerful card. Now let's go to the enablers. Right, our first and no by enabler, there's a couple of things that we're enabling here. We're enabling us to tap our commander without attacking. If there's no profitable way for us to attack, so our team can get bigger. And we're also enabling like getting the plus one plus one counters from or from the undying triggers off our creatures so that they can undie again. Ooh. That's important. Because we're playing creatures that got ETB triggers that we would want them to die yeah, and, and then, then come back. Yeah, and you want to okay. have that recursion. So okay. the, the first card in this section is Ion Storm. Ion Storm? Remember Ion Storm? Probably not, hey? Are I'm not looking at enablers. I'm looking at enhancers. Yeah. Okay, Ion Storm. Look at this little ditty, hey? It's pretty cool. This is an enchantment for red two. Have we ever played this card? No. You go red one, remove a plus one counter or a charge counter from a permanent you control. Ion Storm deals two damage to any target. So it's like shitty shock by removing a plus one plus one counter from a guy. Shashock. Yes. Shashock. And remember, you might get two treasures from your storm kiln artist. Yep. And if you made... Maybe some room for some free spells in the deck, like I w- <laughs> would want to suggest. We'll we'll talk. We'll talk. Next card. We already talked about the Relic of Legends. That's a three-mana mana rock where you can tap either like any legendary creature to make a mana of any color. Yep. Or itself. We have a Retribution of the Ancient. Ooh. Enchantment for black. You can pay black, remove X plus one counters from among creatures you control. Mm-hmm. That is strong. Target creature gets minus X minus X till end of turn. Hirobi All Star. Because you tap a black, remove zero plus one plus one counters. Target creature gets minus zero until end of turn and dies. Oh, wow. Hell yeah. <laughs> I like that. Soul Snuffers. Snow Snuffers. I'm going to snuff some snolls tonight. I don't, I don't know, know what, what that, that means. means. No. This is a creature, Shaman, 3 3 for 4. Comes into play, put a minus one counter on each creature. So all of your dudes would have a plus one on them. The minus one would nullify the plus one, thus mm-hmm. removing the counters so that they can undie again. Yes, this question actually came up with uh, a newer player at FNM the other day. So if you're a newer player, you cannot have a plus one and a minus one counter on a creature at the same time. They cancel each other out, therefore making the counters disappear. Yes. Yes. And I understand why they do that, because it like makes things confusing to have both. Yes. I think they should do that, though. That's kind of funny, hey? Yeah, he's got uh, he's got six plus ones and three minus ones. <laughs> yes. Right? Like, I <laughs> no, don't know. No, that creature would just have three plus ones on him. Yes. Yes. Okay. 
Uh, we already talked about Springleaf Drum and Subira. How about Thornbite Staff? Thornbite Staff is a $21 magic card. What? Did you know this? No. This is a shaman tribal uh, enchant or equipment, I mean. And equip creature has. So the creature gets this. The creature gets this. Two, tap. This creature deals one damage to target creature or player and... Whenever a creature is put into a graveyard from play, untap this creature. So, with Harmonic Prodigy, remember that whenever trigger will happen twice. So you can, if you've got a Shaman with uh, with a tap ability, that untap it would happen twice. And you can respond to the second one by tapping it again before it untaps. Mm-hmm. So you can double trigger with this, with Harmonic Prodigy and... Whenever a shaman creature enters the battlefield, you can attach Thornbite staff to it for free. And maybe you're thinking, well, that's infinite damage if you have you're you're thinking too small. You know who's a you know why I actually just realized why this card is twenty one dollars? You know why? Kiki Jiki? Because he's a shaman. Cranko Mob Boss is a shaman. Kiki Jiki goes infinite all by himself. Cranko's Cranko, not a shaman. Yes, he is. No, he ain't. Sure is. Cranko Mob Boss. Mob Boss. Cranko, crank my dank is crank a my, shaman. Yeah, no, pretty, he isn't. Yeah, because you tap him and you make a billion goblins. He's a warrior. Is he an honest? What? It's you're thinking of Kiki Jiki. Am I thinking of Kiki Jiki? You're getting your keeks jeeked and your cranks danked. Damn it! Because Kiki Jiki goes infinite all the time anyway. What the hell do you need this thing for? Why is this card money? Because infinite. But he's already going infinite. He's already in the zone. You, if don't, you know what I'm you, saying? You don't. He's already in the fucking zone. Yeah. You don't need to attach it to a shaman for it to work. Oh yeah. Yes. It's just equipped creature has to tap. This creature deals one damage target creature or player. Oh, it still goes infinite with Cranko. There we go. It still does. Why? Because you make a bazillion goblins. You sack one to make some mana. Untap Cranko. Tap it to make a million more goblins. Sack one of them to make a mana, or do a damage with a goblin bombardment. Oh yeah, you Cranko. can sack. You can sack your your one goblin that you made with Cranko. Lol. Yeah. You can sack it to an Ashnod's altar, and Cranko will untap. Yeah. To make more and more and more. Yeah. There we go. Yes. Cranko still. I was still correct. And the last Tapper <laughs> McTapper is unlicensed hearse. This is a seventeen dollar magic card, sir. Yes, it is. This is a good card. This yeah, is a good yeah I card. play this one. This is a, a star star for two vehicle. Tap to exile two target cards from a single graveyard and unlicensed hearse power and toughness equal to the number of stuffs that got removed, right? Yes. It's equal to the number of cards exiled with it. So you tap it, exile up to two. Now it's a two, two. Exile two more. Now it's four, four, et cetera, et cetera. Speaking of vehicles. Oh? They can get giant. I have to tell this story. <laughs> Playing TNM. That's Tuesday Night Magic with the dude bros at my house. Yes. Last Tuesday, I finally got Ryan to play a clown car. You got it. Yeah, you you, you sounded yeah. made it sound like I played yeah. the clown car. I got to play a clown car, and I played the clown car for 16. Ooh, that's good. So I got to roll 16 D6s. <laughs> And I made like seven clowns and a nine-nine clown car for them to jump in and drive around. You're a freaking clown. It was the best. So, so for for strategists, for, for clowny strategists out there, yes. Did you roll one d six? No. Or did you roll sixteen? I rolled sixteen of them. <laughs> it was amazing, and everybody Just helped me like, like an sort avalanche. Them out. It was great. It was um, it was incredible. I fully recommend everybody do that at least once. Well, I'm happy for you. Clown car's a cool card, man. So moving right along, we have the enhancers. This is the yes. Here there, we go. And there is some there is some neat shit in here. We're gonna start with Balduvian Rage. This is an instant, mind you. Mm-hmm. Draw a card at the beginning of next turn's upkeep is one of the things it does, which is fine. Yes, the other thing that it does is. Target attacking creature gets plus X, plus O until end of turn. So it's our commander's ability on an instant. Also, it's got X in its casting costs. Yes. So when Levon says, hey, I want to do this thing. Uh-huh. Whatever mana you pump into it, Levon is going to get plus X, plus O until end of turn from himself. Yeah. And then if you target Levon with Balduvian Rage, he's going to get plus X again. Wow. 
Yes. That's a good one. What's awesome is on player four's turn, you could go, oh, yeah, Balduvian Rage your guy when he's attacking your other opponent, and your other opponent might get ganked. And then <laughs> then your player four will be like, okay, go. <laughs> and then you just draw an extra card. <laughs> with, and the thing that we said with Levon, you can do that for your opponent's creatures too because it doesn't say your dudes. <laughs> what? Yeah. You can give their dudes big, Whenever too. you cast a non-creature spell, target creature gets plus X plus O until end of turn where X is that spell's mana value? Yeah. What? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! We're gonna what? get. We're I gonna, didn't even know that. Oh yeah, dude! We're gonna talk about that in a minute. Like that—that's key to some of the sneakiness of the deck. Oh, you're so sneaky! You missed it. Oh, this is exciting. What if? What if you're just like Grave Titan attack you for six, and then I go Balduvian Rage for eight, yeah. and then all of a sudden Grave Titan hits you for six and eight and eight again? It would be nine because the the initial red from Balduvian Rage <gasps> also oh. counts for Levon. So. <gasps> So yes, just pump somebody with Frick. a great titan. Yes, that does that, oh, that could happen. Give him the old pump and dump, hey. Next card is Overblaze. Overblaze. Hey, Ron Spencer art, my favorite artist. This is an instant again for red three. Each time target permanent would deal damage to a creature or player this turn, it deals double that damage to that target creature instead. So it's a damage doubler that also gives something plus four plus oh. That's right. Ooh, that's good. That's pretty sick, that's right? That's good. Okay. Rush of butt. Oh, rush of blood. I'm getting a rush of blood somewhere in my pants just <laughs> talking about this card. I play this card. This is an instant, mind you. Which is... Now you know why they're all instant. Now I know why they're all instant. Yes. Because you do it to somebody else's yeah, creature. I did you an educate, sir. Oh, man. I got one learn today. <laughs> Plus one learn instant for red two, which is plus three to something, yep. mind you. Target creature gets plus X plus O until end of turn, where X is its freaking power. <laughs> <laughs> so not only am I, and Levon's ability would trigger when I cast the card. Mm -hmm. So it'll get plus three, and then I'll double its power, just like how Calamax does it. Mm -hmm. I double Calamax's power with Rush of Blood all the time. Yeah. Very good. That's pretty fun, right? Yes. Swashbuckler extraordinaire. Man, I'm going to buckle some swash or swash <laughs> some buck. I don't know. <laughs> this is a dragon rogue warrior. How is two, he not two? a goddamn pirate? I mean, I know swashbuckle is a sword fighting style in D&D. I know that. But he should still be a damn pirate. Just, just because? Yes. Yes. Okay, two, two for three. When Swashbuckler Extraordinaire enters the B, create a T. That's a treasure. Yep. Uh, we would get two of those with Harmonic Shaman. That's good. Whenever you attack, you may sacrifice one or more treasures. When you do, up to that many target creatures gain double strike until end of turn. Hey, Sick. that's good when I have double power and double strike. Mm -hmm. That's quadruple. That's right. That's quadruple power. Yes. Unleash Fury. I love this picture. I, I play this card too. This is an instant, mind you. For two mana, double the power of target creature until end of turn. And it's just a guy punching somebody's face just flat, hey? <laughs> yeah. It's like some Dragon Ball Z shit. <laughs> yep. Fantastic. Now let's move on oh, no. to... War, War Host's Fury. Already talked about that one. Did you? Yep. When? When we did some other section earlier in the episode. Creatures you control get plus two, plus oh until end of turn. If this spell was kicked, whenever a creature you control dies this turn, draw, draw a card. It was in the card draw Oh, yeah, section. yeah, card draw, card draw, card draw, yeah, yeah. So why are all of our pump spells instants? It's because we're going to force combat, Ryan. And we're going to force combat, Ryan. Partially due to having the commander of my Bakdos deck, is what you called it? Yes, yes, Rakdos background. Bayloth... Baratil Entertainer is our first goader. Bayloth Baritone Benter Baner. Okay, creatures your opponents control with power less than Bayloths are goaded. So smaller yes. guys are goaded. Correct. Okay. Important that it's smaller, so one or less. And then if he gets bigger, three or less, four or less, etc. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's just a static ability all the time. All the time. So if he undies, because he's a shaman, yes. comes back or whatever... Three or less. Yes. Or I guess two or two less. Or okay, less. yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, whenever a goaded attacking or blocking creature dies, you create a treasure. Neat. So goaded, go blocking goaded creature matters? Yes. Oh. <laughs> yes, it's a, it's a really cool card. I have lots of fun playing with him. He's actually in my backpack right now. 
Your backdose in your backpack? Backdose backpack, yes. Oh, backdoor Uncle Brando. Yeah. Don't Google that. <laughs> no, do not. That is not one that we will Google even if you want to. And we are also going to talk about a card that I just learned about doing this deck list that I will immediately get from my Bayloth deck, oh. and it's Coronation of Cornhole. Cornhole of Chaos. Yeah. Chaos Cornhole. Okay, this is sorcery for three. Up to three target creatures can't block this turn. Also, goad them. So you tap their, or you make their three dudes, so they can't block your dudes. Pound Swing them. and just ruin their whole dang old day. And then they have to swing back at somebody else. Yes. And then you can do it again next turn because they can't block because they're tapped. Yes. Oh, oh so yes. good. So good. Then we have the standard, I would say, goad spell in Disrupt Decorum. That's goad everybody that isn't your guys. Th that has won several games yes. I have seen. That's a good card. Yes. Shiny Impetus. Enchant creature gets plus two plus oh and is goaded. And when it attacks, because it will... We get a treasure. That's neat. Yeah, I like that guy. Now, this card has lots of words on it, so I'm going to kind of get you to explain to me what it does. I do play it in a deck, but uh, I'm not always sure what it does. It's a vengeful ass sister. <laughs> I do like a good ass. <laughs> no, you can't finish that I'm not say it. You can't. Nope. Spirit dragon. Neat. So he's a dragon. That matters. Yep. Three, four, flyer for four. Enters the battlefield or attacks, go to creature. Mm -hmm. So that's good with undying because you're going to get more ETB triggers. Yep. It's good. And whenever a goaded creature attacks, it deals one damage to its controller. That's pretty cool. That's good against my Jetmere deck. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's good for us because you're goaded, right? So you'd swing at somebody who isn't me. Yes. Beat the shit out of them. You take a bunch of damage too. Yes. Somebody's going to get pounded by Jetmere plus three double strike. <laughs> and then I'm going to take 20. Yep. All good things. Yeah, all good things for, for not you or the person that just took a thousand. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the the next section we have some graveyard hating stuff in it. We have an We can do these fast, yeah. eh? Immerstrom Predator is a dragon that you can uh whenever it becomes tapped, you get a thing out of a graveyard and he gets a little bit bigger. You yep. can also sack a dude to make him indestructible and tap it. That's, so that's regenerate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And then we've got Rakdos Charm. Most people know Rakdos oh. Charm by this point. If you don't, speaking Ryan of, will tell you why you should. Speaking of Jetmere, yes. if I had 20 guys, you could choose. Each creature deals one damage to its controller. Ouch. That's pretty good. Destroy an artifact or exile target player's G. Best Rakdos Charm I've ever seen. Somebody went Triumph of the Hordes, attack to kill you. Rakdos charm. They kill you instead. Oh. It was so good. Oh, yeah, I like that. That was really great. And then we've got an unlicensed hearse as well. Yes. Exile up to two target cards from a single graveyard by tapping it. It's a vehicle for two. Star, star, power and toughness. And power and toughness equal to the number of cards exiled with it. So you'd have to keep them in like a different pile, I guess. I guess so. Yeah, usually you just like tap it and then take two cards and put them underneath unlicensed hearse mm -hmm. and however many cards are under it that's how big it is yeah yeah can, yeah can i tell a big vehicle story just real quick sure okay so the other day did you tell it already was no. that on this section of the show mm -hmm. are you sure pretty sure cco nationalites will know that we're obviously re-recording this section because yes because we had a computer <laughs> error clown car clown car tnm clown car from infinity yes for 16 did you roll 16 dices? You're damn right did I did. did you roll one dice 16 N times? No, 16. <laughs> it was like an avalanche. It was incredible. Fantastic. And I made, a I made like eight clowns, and it was like a 9-9 nine, nine thing for the clowns to ride in. So cool. I yeah. love clown cards. Do you have clown tokens? I sure do. You know what? Geekwood.ca needs a little dice, clown dice. You know what? Yeah. yeah. Actually... I talk about my frog dice all the time, and inevitably I will show them to people also. Geekwood.ca also has these cool eyeball dice that our buddy F.U. Joe got. Oh, yeah. And he showed them to us at this game I played the clown car in. Really, really cool. They're like the like the clear resin. Yes. But then the eye it's not just an eyeball floating in the middle of a dice. The side of the dice behind the eyeball is kind of like misty and spooky looking. Ooh. So it's like the eye is coming out of the smog. It's a really, really cool effect. Neat. Could really you, cool. Could you get 10% off of those dice if you wanted to purchase them? I'm sure if you went to the site and put CCO Podcast in the promo code line, I'll bet you you could. 
Hey, good idea. I bet you could. Good idea. We're also playing a Scavenger Grounds and a Bajuki B. Those are both uh, lands that exile graves. Yeah. Now, let's... Exiling graveyards is one thing. What if we want to exile our opponents, Ryan? I want to do that. You want to do that? Well, how, we, I guess we could start with their with their dudes. Yeah, and we'll, sure. We'll, we'll talk about the card that can exile them in a minute. The first... Destroying Creature Spell is a Plague Crafter. Oh, yeah. Shaman, too. Shaman. Important because you'll get double harmonic prodigies of this triggered ability. When Plague Crafter enters battlefield, each player sacrifices a creature or planeswalker. Each player who can't discards a card. That's pretty good. Very good. Yeah, 3-2. So if you cast, like, something, it's going to get big. It's going to beat. Yeah. It's going to die. It's going to come back. It's going to do its thing again. Yeah. It would not be inconceivable to see this thing be a 7-2 that's attacking your opponents that's going to get in for 7 because they don't want to block it and have it come back and make and them sack or discard sack double again. bros like nobody yeah, yeah, wants yeah. that that's good it's good living death that switches graveyards and battlefields creatures creatures mm. in graveyards and creatures in battlefields yeah. that's, that's what the card should say but that's not what the card <laughs> no. says but that's what the card does switch them do. Here's a card that I understand why it's becoming expensive because it is played in some formats outside of our own, mm -hmm. the, whatever those are. Delayed Blast Fireball. Yeah, that's why it's expensive? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's a nine fifty for this guy. This is an instant for Red Red 1, 2 damage to each creature your opponent's control, and if it was cast from Exile, it's 5 instead, and it's got 4 tell. It hits them too. Oh, creatures, cre creatures and, and opponents. opponents. Okay. Yeah. You can foretell it for two, and then you cast it for red, red, four after. Yes. Now, when you cast it for red, red, four, it still only does, like, three... Uh, Navon, three. Yeah. Yes. It do, it do, it's, CMC doesn't change. What's the word for the front when you pump just power? Because it's like you get seven in the butt when you're pumping toughness. What's the word for the... Is it fist? Seven in the fist? Is it face? Seven in the cock. Well, that's plus seven inches. That's part of what in I was diameter. Why not both? Both. That's right. double strike and plus seven <laughs> plus oh. <laughs> but if you and if if there's a real colloquialism that we don't know, I'll, put it in the comments so that we know. I'm very curious. Oh man, we 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 just got to invent it. We got to blaze our own trail. Eight we got to. We got eight in the cock. <laughs> yeah, eight in the cock. It's coming. Yeah, I'm here. Gonna, Okay, Chandra's so Ignition. They're going to feel like they got eight in the cock after you've played Chandra's Ignition <laughs> on them in this deck. Because we already talked about how we're going to use our Levon to make our dude into like a hundred hundred using things like Enrage. A hundred and two. Balduvian Rage and all these other Rage cards. Balduvian Butt Sex. That's, that's yes. what you're going to have when you play Chandra's Ignition. No kink shaming in the nation. Red, red, three. Target creature you control deals damage equal to its power to each other creature and each opponent. Ooh, very good. Yes. So this is going to give plus five, because it's a five cast. Yep. You, you just make Navon's ability resolve first. Yep. And let's say you're even doing it on Navon with nothing else. Yep. It's going to deal six to everything. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's pretty not too bad. Yes. If if we did like a, a double power pumper, yep. right, you'd give plus three, because that spell costs three. Mm -hmm. So Navon's power would be four. Then you double it to eight, and then you add five. Actually, you would do Chandra's Ignition first to give five. And then you'd give three, and then you would double it. So it's like freaking, I don't even know. I don't even know how many damages that 18, is. 18? You're doing too 20 many something? Math. You're hitting me with too much math right now, Ryan. Man, Chandra's Ignition, really good. That's Especially a, with Infect. That's a real good card. And Keep maybe, your eyes peeled. Yeah, maybe there's Infect. <laughs> we don't know. Maybe we should find out. Well, we got some recovery spells real quick. Did we talk about Victimize? Do we talk about yeah, that? Victimize a sack of dude, get two dudes back from the graveyard. Yeah. Malakir Rebirth is next time a creature would die, you lose two life and put it back into play. And it's a land on the other side. That's good. And then we've got Finale of Promise. Oh, remember when I said that we should watch out for things that cast things? Yes. Okay? So peep this. Red, red, X. So automatically you know that we're pumping 10 into this to give Navon or something plus 12. Plus 12. That's very good. Yeah. Okay. If you got double strike, that's a commander kill right there. Yes. Okay, you may cast up to one target instant card and or, we're going to choose and. Yes. <laughs> and up to one target sorcery card from your graveyard, each with converted mana cost X or less without paying their mana cost. If a card cast 
cast, this way would be put into your graveyard. You exile it. If X is 10 or more, you copy each of those. You may choose new targets for the copies. Yes, now, you, you copy it twice. You, you cast it once and you copy it. So just very important to make that distinction, right? You, um, if X is 10 or more, copy each of those spells twice. You, you copy three them times. Twice. What in oh, the there we go. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. You only cast it once, though. Yes. But you... Yeah, what? wow. I thought you just copied it. Oh. Living death. Living death. Just play living death three times. Would that is that would they just end up in the same place? I have, you get no, a bunch idea. Of, I have no idea. You get a bunch of ETBs and the other ETBs are just like bouncing them back and forth. Oh man, I'll bet you there's a there's a aristocrats player out there somewhere. Just like, that would be two hundred thousand damage because of all the triggers. Ah! With living death, each player exiles creatures from their graveyard, then sacrifices all creatures they control. With haunted one, if they don't have plus ones, you get them back. Yeah. <gasps> so you get to. Do you get them back and you get the stuff that used to be in your graveyard? Yes. Whoa, that's freaking good. Yeah, that's a good one, hey? Yeah, I like that. that okay. Is, there's our getter backers. I love a good getter back. Did we talk about putting stuff into the graveyard? Uh, I don't know. We, this is this Moxfield deck. It puts stuff in two categories at once. There's only one card in this section that we haven't talked about the, already the on the show. The sacrifice section. In the sacrifice section and it's Bogarden Dragonheart. Oh yeah, Bogey D. 2-2 two, two for 3 sack a creature, becomes a 4-4 four, four with flying in haste. Sure. Also included in the section Costly Plunder, Deadly Dispute, High Market Victimized, Tevish Sat, Reckoners, Bargain, Immerstrom Predator, and Vulturous Aven. Sure. Removal spells, we've got a braid, that's that's a removal spell. I want to talk about Curtain's Call, though. Instant yeah. for six, but it's got Undaunted, so it costs less for each opponent you have. Destroys two creatures, and and and, and you do, even if it if it's cost-reduced, you do get um, plus six from Navon, which is good. Which is very good, yep. yes. We've got Hit It, Sugu Consumes All, and this is a sneaky card in this deck. Okay, you do, you do this one. This is sneaky. It's a Saga. Chapter 1, destroy each non-land permanent with mana value 1 or less. That doesn't sound very targeted. Chapter 2, exile all graveyards. Also not super targeted. Mm -hmm. 3, exile this saga, then return it to the battlefield under your control. And it flips over into a little creature, a 3-3 Ogre Shaman. Hey! Called Vessel of the All-Consuming. It is a trampler. Whenever, this, whenever Vessel of the All-Consuming deals damage to anything, put a plus 1, plus 1 counter on it. Whenever Vessel of the All-Consuming deals damage to a player, if it dealt 10 or more damage to that player this turn, that player loses the game. That's backup win con. And I cannot think of any way in this deck that we could just turn 3 damage into 10 damage. I just, I can't. Mm. I just, I can't see it. just can't see it. Probably could, though. Maybe, I mean, maybe smarter minds than I could figure ways of doing that. But instead of that, you know what? You know how I might want to win. How much you want to win? Kazool's Fury. <laughs> it's a, it's a fling with a mana on the back. <laughs> I like that one. I also like. Oh, there it is. Tainted yep. Strike. Tainted Strike. Right in the taint. That taint strike. Yep. You could, it actually kind of looks like he's doing a taint strike on the picture. I don't even want to know. That's when you like. Yeah, it's a kung fu thing. I don't want to, like, reveal all the secrets. But it's a one-mana instant. Gives plus one, plus oh, and infect till end of turn. Oh, I thought it was a bedroom thing. No, no. No, oh. no, no. It's kung fu, for sure. They also have a soul's fire. It's kind of like a fling, but without having to sack the dude. Target creature deals damage equal to its power to any target. Also, with infect, you will kill them. Oh, yeah, because the creature is dealing the damage. That's right. Of note, with fling, or Kazula's Fury... It's Kazul's Fury doing the damage. Yes. So if you do have the Taint Strike, or if you're like trying to do commander damage or whatever, that doesn't work. Yeah, that's not how that works. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And the last thing in that section, I think it's the most expensive card in the entire deck. It's a Terror of the Peaks. Oh, a T of the P. Yeah, it's uh, spells. It's a dragon for five. Five, four flyer. Spells your opponent's cast the target. It costs three additional life to play. Also... Whenever another creature enters the B under your control, like, I don't know, with that living death? Yeah. Or with undying? Just with undying in general. That's pretty good. Terror of the Peaks deals damage equal to that creature's power to any target. That's French for target. Yes, it is. It, that, and that's the truth. And then the last card in the deck, I'm pretty sure, is Pyre of Heroes. That's, uh, what's that? What's that other artifact that does that? That's a uh, shitty birthing, birthing pod. pod. It's a shitty yep. birthing pod. Where you pay two, tap it, sack a dude, search your library for a dude that shares a creature type with it with mana cost 
equal to one plus the creature's cost. Put that shit into play. Shuffle your library. Can do that at sorcery speed. That's the deck. That's the deck. Now, I got a couple things here. I got a couple things. We'll do strengths and weaknesses. We'll do budget and suggestion. Okay. All in one thing. Yes. Okay. Strengths. And I got I got a spelling mistake in my show notes. <laughs> slip slapper. Yes. <laughs> it does slip it does slip lips off of faces by slapping them. Yes. Or slip lips off of buttholes by slapping them. Also slapping or yes. clapping them. Which yeah. is leads right into one of my suggestions, Thunderclap. Yes. Thunderclap cheeks. It's a free spell. Yeah. Now Playing free spells that cost lots of mana at the top of the card, very good in this deck. Very good in this deck. Now, lots of free spells could trigger Levon lots, could make it a combo deck in that way. You, that could be a weakness. You could. I'm going to move over to the weaknesses. Some of the key cards are expensive. Yes. Uh, you do have a very commander-focused deck, mm -hmm. whereby... If your commander's removed, it could make casting him over and over again difficult because you're not playing a big black mana package or or you're not going mono red hard in the paint like rituals and stuff because you're yeah. not a combo deck. That's right. It feels like it's trying to do either of those things kind of, but not really doing either of them. Yeah, it's not ramping hard enough. Or once your commander costs seven or nine, yeah. you're probably not going to get him out and stick him. Because once as soon as somebody pays nine for their commander... You just kill it on principle. Yeah. And, and that's the truth. And if if you want to avoid that, then you'll stop trying to pump Levon, Navon, Levon. Yeah. And and then you'll have to go wide. You'll have to switch strategies. And I don't think there's enough dudes to go wide. Maybe I'm wrong there because the dudes are dragons. But and they the, do fly. They do. But I, I don't I agree with you that I don't think there's enough dudes to actually pivot to a efficient go wide strategy. And I don't think that you're going hard enough on goad. To just rely on their dudes being out of the way. Oh. If you'd like to make a small army of dudes, you could think about including a shaman called Tilanali's Summoner. That's good. It's a 1-1 one, one for 2 shaman. When it attacks, you can pay red and X, and you get X elemental creatures. They're all 1-1s one, that are also attacking. So you double that with your elemental wizard shaman doubling guy thing and then you've got harmonic an, prodigy yes you have an army of not shamans or dragons but you've got an army which is pretty cool off of one shaman which is sort of neat and handy i would argue yes i got you i got you okay a freet flame painter oh yeah okay shaman one four double strike for four uh -huh. good with Double strike, because it has double strike. Mm -hmm. And with any of our double strike granters, when Flame Paint a Freighter deals... You know, when this guy... Yeah. Flame Paint a Freighter deals combat damage to a player, cast an instant or sorcery card from your graveyard, you're casting it without paying its mana cost. Mm -hmm. That's good. I'm, I'm going to hit you up with some suggestion. I got them all. I'll do them real quick, okay. because Tanner Bald Thing has probably, probably done this already. Okay. Okay. Deflecting SWAT, yes. free. Deadly Rollick, free. Not budget, but free. Yes. Electro Dominance lets you cast stuff for free. Yes. Fervored Suspicion lets me cast your stuff and has rebound, and I can cast it again for free, and it's an 8-drop. So you're casting it, then you're casting it for free, and you're casting other things. Force of Despair, Fire Blast, uh, Spinning Darkness, Snuff Out. Contagion, Ooh, Pyrokinesis, yes, Unmask. That one's not very good, but Ravenous Trap, Graveyard Hate instead of the Unlicensed Hearse at seventeen dollars. Yeah, you, you can also play something like Ricochet Trap or Comet Storm. Comet Storm isn't oh, free, but oh baby, yes, yeah, very good. All of those are free stuff if you wanted to go the Storm route or or what have you. And a lot of them are cheaper than um, the. Terror of the Peaks at 40. Yeah. Valakut, which is you know, ho-hum in the deck. Unlicensed Hearst, Jessica's Will at 17. Yep. And 21 for Thornbite Staff. If you cut those five cards and add those cheap free cards, yeah. you could build this deck for like 115 bucks. You know what I just thought of with Till and Ollie's Summoner? What is it? Check this out. So you have some kind of a sack outlet. Sure. You swing in with your Till and Ollie's Summoner. You make six dudes. Yep. You have a Thornbite staff on your commander. Oh, baby. And a way to tap him. Sure. So you sack the 
shaman to do whatever, untap your commander, tap it again to give your dudes another plus two. Is that how that would work? Or is it as long as they're tapped? I have no idea. Because that would be so good if that works the way that I think it does. It should be whenever your your thing becomes tapped. Tapped, yep. When I, yeah, so every time you tap it, your dudes get too bigger. That's and then you just good. keep sacking dudes to untap them and retap them to give your guys an octopal undying and a bunch of plus twos. Very good. Neat. Very good. But we yes. are out of time today because Editor Joe will put our nuts in a vice. Yes, he will. He will hit us. You could also turn this into a cool steel and fling deck with stuff like unwilling recruit oh, and threaten and all thud. those sorts of right like yeah. you could do all sorts of really neat stuff with this deck which i think is a strength to end on with the deck oh i like that because it's fun and it has lots of room for you to build and there's probably a bunch of draft chaff just junk laying around oh, that you can yeah. pick up to, to yeah. play the deck if you look hard enough in the draft chaff that people leave on the table this deck will become better yes <laughs> which is amazing you know what else is amazing Everybody who listens to the show. Yeah. You know what else is amazing? Our cool business daddies, FusionGamingOnline.com, and you can use special promo code CCO Slam to get 5% off the shit that you're going to buy anyway and show support for your boys at CCO Podcast. You can also touch tips with our business frond at geekwood.ca. You can use CCO Podcast in the promo code line there to save 10% off of your high-end gaming supplies. And if you want to be a really good frond and or friend of the show and would like to join us again next week. What are we going to be doing, Ryan? No idea. No idea? And that sounds about right and it is exactly how we roll right here on Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song!